0: Our next segment on today's Best of Real Presence Live features Mary Sharon Moore on Living Holiness Like the Saints. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Jason Leffer uh, hosting on this beautiful spring day with all the new snow on the ground. It is so beautiful out there. The, the thought that comes to my mind is clean or fresh as new snow. And the season of Lent is, is purifying us and helping us to receive that Easter joy so here we are now we were we're talking about overcoming bad habits and and the work of Lent and um, you know that all needs to head somewhere and hopefully where it's heading is helping all of us to become holy or to be saints and I'll, I'll often ask my little kids in the parish like who wants to be a saint and maybe one or two will put their hands up and but then once you talk about what it means to be a saint they realize one of us should be desiring to be a saint. That's To be a saint simply means to become who God created you to be, right? Now, I'm not saying being a saint is easy. <laughs> it can be pretty challenging out there. So uh, this morning we have Mary Sharon Moore, who is with us, and uh, she's she's going to and give us some encouragement here about about the lives of the saints. Uh, good morning, Mary Sharon.
1: Good morning, Father Rafferty.
0: It, it is so great to to have you with us this morning now I think um, you're from the West Coast isn't that right
1: yes from Oregon fifth okay. generation Oregonian well yeah.
0: C- congratulations I spent a number of years of my life out there and um, are you familiar with Mount Angel Abbey
1: I am I, oh, I love that place
0: dear friends of mine as well and um, and I think um, uh, Kathy Schneider who works with the Ishcon community I think that's a good friend of yours as well isn't she
1: Yes, uh, and talk about holy, holy people and saints. Uh, right. She's really living the gospel, and it, she she inspires me.
0: You know what? What I love about the you know they talk about they talk about degrees of relationship and so forth. And I, I I didn't know you before this interview here. I did a little you know simple search on the internet to find out who you were, and, and I was like, wow, you. Our circles have. Uh, I'm amazed we haven't crossed paths before this because there's so many things in common here. So I'm excited. To, to hear what you have, have to give it, give to us this morning here. Um, so now we all struggle with with temptation. It seems like it's easier to give in to temptation, go the way of the world. Why, why shouldn't we just go the way of the world?
1: Well, you know, there's a temptation to do that. <laughs> but if we are baptized, we have an interior agitator. We call that conscience. I call it the movement of the Holy Spirit, the the agitation of the Holy Spirit, to incite us to choose God uh, in that that time of struggle, that moment of temptation. And that conscience isn't something we can just turn off. Uh, It actually is that stirring of the Holy Spirit. We can't walk away from it, thankfully. And what we know of human beings across the board is every person is born with a conscience. And so, in that sense, we might say the Holy Spirit is nudging all of humanity toward holiness. Uh, but we who are baptized have a particular ownership of that, a particular responsibility for that movement toward holiness.
0: You know, as you're describing that, makes me think of, you know, the Psalms. I know Psalms are very important to you. And oh, yes. And in those Psalms, it talks about, you know, being a mule, you know, it describes being a mule. and We're not mules. We actually have a choice in this thing, don't
1: we? Yes, we do. We do. In fact, I maintain, Father Leffer, that the only real freedom is the freedom to be ourselves in God. Everything else is license.
0: Amen. So we speak of the
1: licentious life. The licentious life is the life that does not choose God. But the only true freedom is the freedom to, to choose God.
0: Boy, you're getting me excited here. So so <laughs> what you're saying, I mean, what I'm hearing you say is that the more you become who God created you to be, the more likely you are to become a saint.
1: Yes, but it's a saint with your particular name. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, saints are a work in progress. I, I think everyone listening this morning is a, a saint who's a work in progress.
0: Okay, so what um, would you say, like the person who's, you know, maybe they've, they've been failing at Lent all along here, and it just, you know, we're, we're halfway through now, and there's always that temptation, like, oh, I'll try next year, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so here we're talking about being saints, and they're, all they can think about is, I'm, I'm just a failure. What could you say to them at this point? Why, why should they be interested in pushing through temptation? Well, I will
1: share what I have experienced myself. And that is, I stopped setting my agenda for Lent. Instead, I went into prayer and said, Lord Jesus, how do you desire to worship your Father through me in this penitential season? And I kept it wide open, and the the lessons, the opportunities, the, the temptations, the graces came, not because I set the agenda, but because He had the freedom to worship His Father through me.
0: You know, that's such a beautiful thought because I know I have a Benedictine background, I think you do as well. That that's at the heart of those Psalms, which is the, the voice of the church and 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 the, the voice of prayer being the expression of Jesus to his father. Could could you develop that a little more? What what you mean by that? You're listening to the best of real presence live. Now back to more of our interview with Mary
1: Sharon Moore on living our faith like the saints. Well, this goes to the root of my whole understanding of prayer. I don't pray because I need to pray. You know, it's noon and I need to pray. I pray, even though I pray the psalm, the morning prayer every morning, I don't pray it because it's time to get out of bed and pray the psalm. I pray because Jesus invites me to be with him so that he can pray through me. I'm not the driver of any of this. I'm not the driver of my movement into holiness. Jesus is, and his Holy Spirit. So I I let Jesus lead the way.
0: That, that's so beautiful. It's so inspiring. Now, how about what happens? Because it isn't just Jesus who's interested in you and maybe has a plan for you. Mm-hmm. There's also the father of lies, and he's interested in you too, and I think he has a plan. So how about when he's there whispering in your ear and trying to prevent you from receiving the invitation of Jesus? What what can you do about that?
1: Well, I will, I will share with our listeners this morning that the mature Christian life requires development. It requires paying attention so that when those temptations come into this, to the easy slide. Um, it requires that we be able to discern that smells off or that sounds off. Where we can we can stop and say, wait a minute, Jesus, where are you? Uh every you, step I take either takes me toward love or away from love.
0: Can you So tell I us- actually
1: have to pay attention.
0: Could you tell us, what? how can you tell, from your own experience, how can you tell the difference between the voice of the invitation, the invitation of Jesus, or or a temptation from the Father of Lies? How, how do they sound differently?
1: The, the simple way that I do, and the simple way I will share is, it either leads me toward love, or it takes me away from love. Uh, it might mean uh, being selfish rather than generous. It might mean uh, telling a lie rather than being honest and humble and true. So I'm either moving toward love or away from love. Satan doesn't know how to participate in love, and my work as a, a saint in formation is to participate in love. It's a daily awakening, it's a daily vigilance that I have to keep.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live? We are with um, Mary Sharon Moore, who she she's an expert in spiritual things. A, a powerful lay woman here, powerful in the sense of being very humble in, in the Lord, and she she's speaking from her wealth of experience in the, in the journey, letting the letting Jesus speak through her to the Father, and um and we're we're speaking about holiness or becoming a saint here. I I'm gonna take I'm gonna just step on a limb here. I don't, I'm not sure, but I want to ask you. You know, today is the feast of Saint John of God. Are are you familiar with him at all?
1: Uh, A a little bit. You might be more familiar with him than I am. Well,
0: I just I I wanted to bring him into the the conversation because he's such a unique uh, saint. And nowadays, you know, as we're sitting here speaking about spirituality and, and health and holiness, and he he struggled with mental illness, and he and his whole thing was helping people with mental illness. And and I know dear to your heart are the basic people on the streets and so forth who suffer so much. And he he is such a powerful intercessor. He took this complete brokenness of mental illness and he let it work for him to become a saint. I mean, I find that so, so inspiring. Um, so, Mary Sharon, you're, you're going to be in our area here soon. When when are you coming to visit us?
1: Well, I will be, uh, my first event will be on Saturday, March 18th. And then the parish mission itself, a three-day parish mission, will be Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, um, offered in the evenings at a Sacred Heart Church in Roseau. I'm looking forward to being with Father John Kleinbachter again. Yes. And, um, then, uh, two, uh, Monday and Tuesday mornings, uh, my, the sessions for, uh, sessions two and three will be presented in the morning as well. So uh, the event comes with a, uh, a parish mission journal. You'll actually get a, I think a 16-page journal, with all my slides, all my talking points, I've got a ton of stories. I believe that I cannot preach what I have not already lived. And so I've got some very engaging stories, good scripture, just immersion, it's going to be wonderful.
0: Now, I don't know if this is with your permission or not, but I I found a number of your retreats are on YouTube. And uh, I I actually went through one of them last night, and I found it very inspiring. And, uh, wow. and very powerful. So, for the listeners, if you're, you're interested, what Mary Shermore has to offer, you can you can actually see her. She, she she's on the internet. She, she's somebody. So <laughs> uh, so obviously you've been to Roseau before. If you know if you know Father, uh, do you do you oh. enjoy the area of Roso? Uh,
1: actually, the whole Crookston Diocese has sort of taken me in uh, and involved me. Um, he was in a different parish. But he has such a pastoral heart that it is just sheer joy to work with
0: him my my aunt and uncle live, live there so i'm a little i'm a little biased too oh. but i, I love oh. the area it's very very beautiful up there yes. so now um for those who um, are able to make the the parish mission what, should they be doing anything in preparation for this encounter well
1: the title of the, the parish mission is anointed for a purpose So I would encourage people to to think and reconnect with that anointing that they received in baptism, that they received in confirmation, that sure anointing in the Holy Spirit, so they can reconnect in that way.
0: Now, the um, it's the season of Lent, and, it, 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 and in the season of Lent, we really do focus on this renewal of the life of the Holy Spirit in us, that divine spirit. We're headed towards that baptismal font, renew our baptismal promises on, on the Easter Vigil. Uh, the church fathers all tell us that if you do Lent right and you arrive there in the, in the right spirit, when you make that renewal of the baptismal promises, you become new again, as if on that moment when you were first baptized in the divine spirit comes into you I mean what what greater motivation does anybody need and so here's a golden opportunity with with Mary Sharon who who will be there with her wealth of wisdom to help inspire to help encourage and and to teach and guide and lead us into this divine life Um, Mary Sharon could you give us a a closing sentiment or or something about just that journey with with Jesus and the Psalms and the the father here
1: well it's all personal. With God, relationship is personal. It's not a across the board saying it's personal, unique. It's a love that calls us forth. And in our Christian experience, our Catholic sacramental experience, it's being called forth fully, richly anointed in the Holy Spirit in order to touch the world which God still so loves. That's the path of holiness.
0: Mary Sharon, it's obvious that the anointing of God is with you. I, I just pray for God's blessings upon you and all, all the good folks who will be there at the mission. It would be so great to have you in our listening area.
1: So Thank you so much.